0: Hello guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Biz and Break Demons returns this afternoon for our second last episode of the year. Last week, myself and Riser we sat down with the great Timmy Williams and roasted his Supercoach team and decisions in 2023. This week, it is my turn in the hot seat. Timmy Williams and Riser, absolutely give it to me a cracking episode. Uh, just absolutely nitpicking through everything I did wrong this year, and I'll give you the hot tip. There was a few absolute shockers in there. This full episode will be available at 3pm on YouTube, so if you're listening post 3pm, it is already available this afternoon uh, Wednesday 3pm if not, wait till 6pm to hear the full audio on the Rugby League Guru Podcast I'm going to hand it over now to the great Timmy Williams as he tears me a new asshole,
1: Mate, let's fast forward to the moment of the season Round 9 Reese Walsh Out, Clint Gussin in, Tom uh, Trebojevic out, Tom Trebojevic out, Tyrell (laughs) Sloan. One of these is
0: not the same.
1: The most traded in player of the week. A bloke we both shit-canned in Supercoach circles, all pre-season, all start of the season. You just couldn't resist getting in Tyrell Sloan. He is a guy that I have shit-canned from Classic to draft in everything his entire
0: mm. career and I think I think sometimes we spoke about with your team last week Timmy that sometimes we can be too stubborn. Um, I think it's one of my <coughs> strengths that I tend not to be stubborn. I'm more than happy to make these moves despite what I say If I think it's yeah. the right play at that moment uh, and I genuinely thought he was going
1: to go big over those two or three weeks and I'll give you the hot tip, he did not. Guru, the two weeks prior against the Raiders, 85 points, and then 90 against the Roosters. Everyone brought him in this week. Thank Christ. Can I guess what he got? Yep. Round nine against the Bulldogs at home at Wynn Stadium. I want to say it was like 18 or something. Bang on. 18. 18. (laughs) It's just burning into the brain. 12 in base. Round 10. (laughs) He got 12 in base. Yeah. (laughs) It went (laughs) over. Round 10, the West Tigers at Suncorp. A great service for Supercoach scoring. 35. <laughs> you wish. Twenty. <laughs> Go on. Round 11 against the Cowboys who are coming near the bottom of the ladder. 27. Following week, 29 against the Roosters. Following week, round 13, 25 against the Dolphins. You know the best thing about this entire Tyrell Sloan? So he had a five-round average when people brought him in of about 20. The next two weeks, Panthers in Penrith, 59. And then the Bunnies, who were top of the comp at the time, 82. Yeah, he blew the Bunnies away that night, I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah.
0: So for the rest of the year, every time Torrell Sloan did anything, scored a try, threw a good pass, my DMs would just blow up. It was oh fucking God. outrageous. But yeah, Sloan, he was...
1: Um, did I bring him in twice or just the once? No, Surely you know, not. because your best bit of content for me across the year was there was a time when a fullback went down. So it might have been Teddy <laughs> or something. I can't remember who. And you just had, there's only one man we can call <laughs> in a time like this. And you just had Tyrell Sloan in the Batman light in <laughs> the sky.
0: <laughs> That's right. Oh, fuck. And, mate, so many people messaged me thinking I'd actually brought him in that weekend. So, But, yeah, um, I, uh, yeah I've yeah, i always shit-canned him. Backed my gut in on that one. It didn't play, didn't didn't work out. But uh, especially with fullbacks I and mean, everything, if you've got a gut feel, I think you've just got to go it. Mm-hmm. And, and th- that is the classic example. I fucked up Sloan. I think there's another fullback I mess up throughout the year. Or there is another fullback I mess up with throughout the year. But because I got Kohler in the back end, you know, I hit one out of three there, but it was well worth it.
2: What about uh, just amongst all of those pretty shitty scores there from Tyrell Sloan? You made the decision to cut him in round 11. So you just held him for two weeks. I want to talk to you about the player you brought in. I think this Before is Before real... you
1: do that. Go on. So he had something like. An, an a real low negative break even when you did that you sold him so you bought him for 463k <laughs> ready to make some good cash <laughs> you, then, you then sold him <laughs> you sold him for 485k so i think you made 20k if, if my timeline is correct but my memory was you lost money in the two weeks as well <laughs> Mate, I thought I lost money. We almost lost sponsors on the podcast. It was was all over the place. Cost (laughs) us a fortune. Yeah, sorry to cut you off,
2: Roger. All good. Just after one bad decision, here came a good one. Jareem Buller was the guy you traded Sloan to round 11. So this was a real moment um, in your season, I know. And for those that didn't buy, it was another sliding doors moment. But Jareem Buller, you couldn't have expected what came from when you traded him in round 11, 283K.
0: Yeah, and this is one, This is as I just said before, one of my strengths. I think is that I can ignore sometimes what my senses say and just back things in. Like, for me, a debutant playing fullback at the Tigers, there is red flags all over that, with this guy and there was the entire Mm. time. And I've got no idea how, but I actually had hardly ever seen him play before. I didn't really know he existed in the preseason. So then when he burst on, the scene- Well, because he had
1: that gap when he was playing basketball, he wasn't really playing, he wasn't playing footy 18 months before. That would explain it, yep.
0: yeah. So t- to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure why I decided. I can't remember my thought process, but I wouldn't have been happy making that decision. But thankfully, I did.
1: Yeah. What What was his thought process? Uh, speed dial number one. Hey Tim, should I buller in or not? Yeah. Okay, mate. Thanks. Uh, you also, you cashed out at a good time. You cashed him out in round 19 at 6:46k. I think when I did it, he was in the five. So you got out at a pretty damn good time. Yeah. yeah so he had a few yeah, barriers. Yeah, he did have a few barrows, but jeez, there was a, remember, I remember there was a show that we came in here and we went,
0: <coughs> is he a keeper? Yeah. Mm. Could he be? Come on, come like, the there was a period of time there where he was doing some amazing things, uh, but yeah, I think I nailed Buller
1: from well, start to finish. it was the Tiger's bed shit and being no good and get the wooden spoon. Imagine him in a top eight side.
2: Yeah. It'd be scary. Yeah. Mm. I can't wait now that uh, there's Supercoach NBL. Guru will be scouting the local leagues in <laughs> oh. Queensland basketball for the next could-be-anything. Uh, rugby league back on the agenda now. Uh, round 12, you went to Billy Smith. Um, I know you're another one of those guys that you've been big on over the years. Yeah. Um, probably went, well, not going to say early, but what you got back from Billy was probably at a, a period of the season there where he just couldn't seem to put consistent scores back to back to back.
0: What I got from Billy is exactly what I deserved. Yep. Yeah. 100%, as it tends to be with Billy every year. I think I've owned him in draft three years in a row now at some point. Um, I actually I watched him play his return game for the North Sydney Bears. and I, I, I think I spoke to you about this, Timmy, the mm. week it happened. I watched him play and he looked okay, but defensively he was in fucking shambles yeah. and I thought there's not a hope in hell he's going to get back into this side. So I was actually very shocked when he got named, but uh, I will admit I am a sucker for one. B Smith of the Billy variety.
2: <laughs> what he's produced the last couple of weeks Is what you were hoping to There's get There's something there yeah.
1: Remember he had a break even of something like Minus 50 or minus 80 or something at the time uh, You end up selling him for about a 70k profit <laughs> yeah. Four or five weeks later And you know what If you would have made me guess how much I got made of him I would have said less than 70k So You sold him in round 20 for 360 So yeah
0: 70k Yeah I think uh, we'll be having a very similar conversation about Billy in a f- For a few more years
1: Round thirteen, mate, uh this I mentioned a certain Knights players being seasoned finding earlier. Uh, this was the big one. Caitlin Ponga, round thirteen at five hundred and eleven K. You got him a bit earlier than I remembered. Yeah. So round thirteen, mate, that's pretty well when he went on his tear, didn't he? Be, with his like concussion history, that was that was a wonderful play.
0: Yeah, there was there was a few that I got on this year that I traded them in and they were really good trades and they were a little bit <clears throat> pottish at the time. But then the week after, everyone else traded them in. It happened with KP, happened with Jack DeBellin when mm. everyone sort of got on JDB. And I think Corey Hawes was the other one as well. Three guys that I had in my draft team, which is why I was watching them so closely. Mm. Um, but yeah, the KP one was huge, especially when you made the decision, which to him. there's another 160,000 people out there unversing. but. You are the people I person I watched the closest. So when you decided not to, it was uh yeah, it was a big move. KP.
1: To be fair, like he came and got he went 77, 92, 95, 40, 70, His first five games when you bought him. Yep. First four games should today. Then he went bongs with one eighty against the dogs, one thirty seven against the tigers. The rest is history. That being said, because he was so lowly priced. Even with those scores in the few 90s in there he was mid 600s by that time and you'd cashed in and by that time you know i'm sitting there, sitting there oh, mid six nearly 700k head knocks yeah everyone's owning him but yeah great
2: great play it's an interesting time to buy him as well they obviously played round 13 that's potentially a big reason why you did buy him but they had the buy in 14 and then like we said last week when uh, speaking about timmy's team there was every chance he got the origin call up be it starting fullback or off the bench so I'm sure there was temptation to even sell him um in that period even just even though you just bought him
0: yeah for sure um but I, I was a big believer in k as i said i wanted to get him in draft and i i think i like i had picked number one which meant my second pick was pick 28 or whatever and i thought no one's going to go near kp with concussions playing for that no one will go near mm. him and my best mate jeremy who pretty much bases all these of picks off what i say on the fucking podcast he took him pick it's annoying isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Please I want to introduce you to my friend, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Should I get guru on the third one as well, just to be uh, safe? S- save two trips up there. Um, yeah, so I was very high on KP from the preseason and then it was funny. He that game against Candy were exploded. He that was you came back from Europe a few weeks after that.
1: Ah, uh, yes. And I Go remember you US said something to me.
0: You said something to me like, um, oh fuck, thanks for letting me know. He was goal-kicking, assuming that uh, – I think you assumed that Jackson Hastings had told that's me. That's
1: right. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no
0: idea until they
1: ran out, and then he picked up the tee, and I was like, ooh. That's right. Okay, that's a little bonus. It, I mean, it doesn't help, but that – Yeah, and he kicked 11 from 11. Yeah. Because that was the Pretty week – Pretty much
0: all from his bad side. Yeah,
1: because that was like the breaking point of like low break even was we had to make good cash, soft where you, that where – Yeah, that was the key week that killed yeah. me. And I remember a lot of it was that he wasn't kicking, and I was kind of like – not kicking, I can cop it. Yeah. Then when he came in, not only did he kick, but he kicked 11 from 11, and I just went, shit, he would have gone up a ton of cash, went 180, and he was goal-kicking.
0: Yeah. And that was the same, like, all, like that, that was the week I traded him into my draft side, mm. and I think all the boys in my comp assumed that Jacko had told me he was goal-kicking. I had no idea until he ran out, and I was like, yeah. ooh, this is going
1: to be delicious. Little did I know, 11 from 11 from the left-hand Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, mate, and one of the, the best ones, the, the following... Oh, there's a couple of good ones here, actually. I'll start with one. You departed with Sonny Luke, your beloved Sonny, for 228k. Again, you got out... Well, you started the season with him, so I won't say you got out at a good time, but before others who had him all season. Jacob Little came in. I took the piss out of you. Everyone took the piss out of you. 37 points in 49 minutes against the Panthers. I think you even admitted, what have I done? What were you thinking at that time?
0: If you roll the tape back to the preseason, I actually nominated Jacob Little as a guy to keep an eye on during the origin period, solely because of their draw and their run and mm. everything like that, and just their squad in general. Um, I traded in Jacob Little. Was the, it was the first game against Penrith. Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. I remember he, he was a trade that he was one of those guys that I didn't. I woke up Sunday morning and I didn't think I was going to make any trade that day. And I don't know, just the longer the day went on, I got itchier and itchier. And I I actually had him in draft as well as a real common theme here. And made a last-minute decision to bring in Jacob Little. And I can't really remember why (laughs) I did it. I'm not sure. Bored? Potentially. I feel like there was more of a domino effect to it, but it it wouldn't have... I I don't know why I did it, because it wouldn't have... Maybe I saw the origin period coming and I knew I'd be without Harry Grant, so I just thought at least I'll have a hooker playing.
1: Like, I get the itchy feet trade when it's, there like, a high upside. Like I had the itchy feet big time and when I got Dallin in for that 120-odd mm-hmm. matchup, because you're like, oh, if I miss this, it could be their 180. You got Jacob a little. What, what round was it? <laughs> 14. So that it, was, it was like the week after, maybe you're a little bit short on numbers because they're a bunch out that week. That, that might have been it. it might.
0: There was a reason why I did it, to pull the trigger that allowed <sighs> me to do more stuff the week after. Yeah. It, it must have been something along those lines. But yep. from memory...
1: Uh, I don't think he did terribly over the next few weeks. No, no, no. That's what I was getting to, yeah. That's what I wanted you after that game thought. I was rattled as (laughs) shit after that. He he went on to have a four-game average through Origin of, like, 60 points. Yeah, he scored a couple of tries and whatnot. I I can't even remember how many times I actually He scored, then had assist, assist. Yeah. Yeah, so he did all right for you in the end.
2: So that was round fourteen. You actually used the boost to bring him and a couple of others in. It was a boost to get little in. That was your boost. Oh. That was your <laughs> That's that was fucking rank. That was your last boost. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, Johnny Bateman and Sifatalakai were the other two <laughs> that came in. I think Bateman did a job. Like Bateman did. He did a job, a job round nineteen. I remember he was a number, but Talakai th- maybe just bought into that sharks run. It looked so good. On paper,
0: I've always been a huge Talakai fan, like from Mascot Jets under 14s, huge (laughs) fan. So, Talakai, yeah, that one might seem a little bit rogue, (coughs) but that's very me. I love Talakai. I'm actually thinking, I wonder if the weekend I brought in Little, if I potentially was trying to get a VC score and I didn't want Sonny Luke to stink it up. So I maybe on the Sunday afternoon maybe. brought in. Maybe that was what it was. Potentially. But anyway, yes. The Sivitalakai one, um, that was actually, there was a little bit of spite in that, which I like to do occasionally with Timmy because we'd <laughs> spoken about him in the weeks before that, remember? a few, t- Not bit, but like more so like when we're having a coffee or whatever, we go, oh, love to bring in Talakai right now, blah, blah, blah. And I just knew you didn't have him. So I remember there being a bit of spite to that one, yeah. which I live for. <laughs> Absolutely, but
1: live for but it. You, you fast forward to round 19, and th- these are the kind of trades where like, I'll get your thoughts on it, and, I, and it might go a different direction. But where I try not to naff and, and get these battlers and, and blokes who every chance they won't be there at the end of the season, you went Buller out, Choir Ward in, you went Schuster up to Mully Taylor, So it was obviously a bit of cash to fund that, but Choir Ward, who ended up being like he hardly really played for the rest of the season. And from round 19, you've brought in... Obviously, you thought... I know you rated him as a player, and you're mm-hmm. thinking maybe he'd come out for the Broncos, and he might get a few more starts. But a dangerous move. What was your thinking, there?
0: Uh To be honest with you, it didn't play out the way I thought it would, but it ended up being better. So I brought him in. He played that one game. He scored a try.
1: Round it's, 19, so yeah, the, the origin buy, third major buy round. Yeah, yeah, so he
0: played the Sunday afternoon. It was funny. I actually... All week I was trading in Blake Wilson, which no one else was going near, and then Kwai Ward got named, and I've always liked him, so I mm. brought him in. I think Blake Wilson actually ended up scoring a hundred that week, yeah, and then of course he scored he scored a few hundreds on the run home as well. And I think in the last week, he might have done okay too. Might be talking he scored about a, the uh, real late try in it. Scored the late try, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So looking back on it, I wish I would have gone Wilson because it wouldn't have cost me too much. But Quire Ward, he came in, he scored 60-odd in that game. He scored a try. To be honest with you, he actually looked really average in that game. Uh, I, I I took an L on that. But he scored well in that game, so I got the 60 points. But he played bad enough throughout the rest of it that he actually didn't play again. Yeah. So it actually turned out to be an okay enough because it freed up cash to be able to make other big moves so a classic example of it worked out okay but it didn't work out as i planned but you need a few things to fall your way sometimes
1: Rue, let's fast forward a few more weeks and i mentioned earlier about nuffs yep. and h- how much i, I, I hate line. them in supercoach yep. we go through around 21 i just especially you just brought in quiet ward you'd not been burned by it, but, you know, depth becomes a bit of a question mark. You have a little nothing there.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com
1: slash weight loss. Jacob Little out. Rue Nagatakora, 200K, left you with no backup hooker with six or seven rounds to go. You had trades up the sleeve mm-hmm. to cover it. It obviously facilitated a trade in of Campbell Graham, which didn't obviously pan out. But Rue's the one that I want to toy. That was, I no. Nah.
0: Yeah, and this is I think this is <coughs> the big thing that differentiates us as Supercoach players. Mm. Um, I will always be happy to enough players always because I think it frees up opportunity to get to spend more money on big name players that you want. Mm. And I think depth is important. There's no doubt about that.